and that's another thing, Ollie, is that I feel like with you helping me through shame and guilt to put that aside, to be able to have an open and honest conversation and to hear you say things like how you've been hurt and, and how you feel. And for me to say, I'm not going to carry that shame and guilt of that because I'm going to do something different about it. I'm going to hear you. I'm going to receive what you have to say and we're going to work through it. And, and that's been a beautiful thing for, I think both of us, for our relationship, um, for both of our lives. And, and, um, it's not an easy thing to do, but it's, it's been a necessary thing to do. Welcome back to another episode of Untethering Consciousness, where we explore redefining what it means to be mother and daughter, as well as the wisdom of accepting one's journey while also setting healthy boundaries. Let's do this. Hi, Mom. Hello. Hey, can you hear me okay? Yeah, I can hear you great. We were talking about people we see potential in, but maybe aren't choosing to follow through. You know, they're they're making decisions that are not good for them, right? But we see potential in them. Right. And so some of the stuff I was saying was a lot of the times we have this vision for people we can also be in the box about how we get to places from point A to point B. And we forget that life is very circular or um, squiggly lines or, you know, like way different than straight path. And so a lot of times letting go of this idea of how people are going to get to a certain place and letting them have their own journey. So that takes a lot of, First of all, unconditional love of saying and, and verbalizing, communicating that, hey, you know, I see this potential in you. You have so much like I can see this world of opportunities available to you. And and then we acknowledge that. So that's the unconditional part comes in and acknowledging that there are certain habits and behaviors that are not serving even myself. The ex- unconditional love and acceptance of there are certain underlying needs of safety, security, and other kind of habits and behaviors that kept us safe as children that are not serving us anymore. And some people are just not ready at this point in time to go into those wounds and those hurts and to create a different outcome for ourselves. And so that unconditional love of saying, like, I have this space for you. I have blessings for you. You may not be ready to be in these programs to change, but I'm blessing you on your journey to the individual, the environment, the setting, the time in your life when you're ready to be all full in and to really shift into that person that I know you can be that's full of love and your path is just going amazing for you. Sense of surrender and letting go of control and knowing, saying, let go and let God and letting ourselves as the support be held ourselves you know, we're holding such big space and environment for other people to grow and cultivate and be held and feel safe. And it's like, 
at the same time, are we willing to be held ourselves by something larger than ourselves? Yeah, and, and it's hard just to um, let people have their own journey, especially when you see potential in people and, and you know, you, you know what they can become and what they can do. And, and when they make mistakes that are just so, so I say petty, but I know I've made those same mistakes too. And people said that about the mistakes I was making at the time. And, yeah. and just remembering that we all, we all have our own journey. And, and I think you said it to me in an earlier conversation where I had to go through all those stupid and petty mistakes to get to where I'm at today to be able to have this beautiful life and, and the potential of an even more beautiful life. Um, and to be able to help other people, which is what I love to do. And what, what, what I do, you know, it's what I do. Um, but I have to allow them their own journey and I have to let them go um, in my mind and in my heart, as far as like, I have to step back and well, this is their journey and maybe they're just not ready yet, you know? And um, that, that is the hard part. But like you said before, that's, that's the important part for me where I have to step back and, and, and know that this is their journey, not the journey I think they should be on or, you know, the things that I think they should be doing, you know, and, and that's and the that, hard thing, but that, that's what I hear you saying. It, yeah. And did I understand, did I understand that right? Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like a big part of it too is we're learning from each other. We're growing from each other. And another point I had said was a lot of us haven't been taught how to analyze how to, and, and there's a point of um, not overanalyzing either. And that's a part I'm at, you know, my ability to analyze and, and view and when you meditate, you kind of are able to withdraw from the situation and kind of see it from a third party or like a, a different perspective. And so there's a great value in that, uh -huh. but also the balance of still enjoying life and playing and stumbling, stumbling and falling. And so, but what I'm getting at is a lot of us haven't been taught these skills of, of being able to perceive what we're doing. What are these actions really crying out for? We're usually crying out for something, some kind of support and love. A lot of times what we didn't get as children. And so what is that? And a lot of people haven't had the skills to dive in, explore because the wounds hurt or we, we just don't know how to, or we're not surrounded, you know, like you guys are surrounding them, you're providing a space, but still the skill set that they need is the ability to review, reflect, to analyze, like, what am I really asking for? What do I really need? You know, that petty uh, behavior we said, you know, um, finding softness, because a lot of times we're seeing and being reflected back all the times we did those petty behaviors too. And we didn't see it because we were doing them. And there's that sense of um, feeling like we didn't have control. Like I'm just doing this. I And even the first steps, like when we do start to see again, not being hard on ourselves because now all of a sudden I'm seeing what I'm doing and I can't stop it, but I know I shouldn't be doing this. And then not shaming ourselves. But the next step is leaning into that and saying like, okay, I acknowledge this. I acknowledge this and I'm ready for the next step now. And so that's that right there is yeah. a long journey for some people. 
that step between not shaming myself because I'm taking a habit that I know I shouldn't be doing. I don't want to be doing. I want better for myself, but there's still something inside of me pulling me. It's a need. I'm crying out. And so to go deeper into the emotion of that hurt and feeling like, okay, you know, like I'm ready to cry. I'm ready to feel that pain because the second time around, it's not like when I bring that pain up from the past, why I'm choosing that behavior to comfort it, to suffice it, to numb it, to run away, to avoid it, whatever our pattern is. um, When I'm finally ready to say, I'm going to to lean into it. Okay. I'm ready. I'm not going to, I'm not going to pass away from leaning into this pain, even though uh, the fear response is telling me that's the case. I now feel supported by my environment, supported by my peer groups. I'm ready to lean into that. And then from there exploring what is the real true need underneath it. And something that's helped me, which I recommend you check out is TRE it's trauma release exercise. I um, can send you some YouTube links, but that is really amazing because uh, what it is, is it's allowing your body to, you're working your muscles for a little bit and then you're kind of making them tired. So like one, one example is the chair up against the wall. You're, you're kind of fatiguing your thighs for just a little bit. Some people don't, you know, like they'll get pretty tired pretty, pretty quick. So it's only a few minutes and then you lay on the floor and you create a tremor in your legs, um, which because they're tired, it's kind of happening on their own. And so what happens is you allow that natural tremor to happen. And what that's doing is it's allowing the auto the nervous system to regulate. So what's happening is when we get stressed out, anxious, uh, fearful, anything for as children all the way to adults uh what's happening is if you see in the in wild like a rabbit or a dog anyone who any animal that's in nature it gets a gazelle gets chased by a lion what they'll do afterwards once they survive that encounter and they they're safe they shake it out they shake their body out and what they're doing is they have all that adrenaline from surviving all that adrenaline built up and they shake it out so that their body can actually metabolize all those chemicals that have been released to help them survive that encounter. But the thing is, if they don't shake it out, then that builds up in the system and that creates illnesses that creates. And they carry it and they carry it with them. Yeah. Yeah. And that's okay. And then they'll carry that with them. Yeah. That's what we do as humans. Yes. Yes. And so what's happening is we were taught to be, you have to fit in, you have to be accepted because if not, you're going to be kicked out of the path. Um, you're going to be kicked out of society. You're not going to, you're going to be labeled weird and you're not going to be having access to all these things like other people who are accepted will have love, nurturing, caring, nourishment, whatever it is. And so these are really deep things in us. So if we're willing, like what happens with TRE is we're finally allowing ourselves to shake. And what happens is it feels safe because we're not shaking because something happened. We're just allowing the body to release the autonomic system to just regulate, to drop some of that um, carried adrenaline, stored adrenaline. Stress. Stress. 
stored. And so we're letting it go. And then what's happening is we don't have to go into the story of the trauma that caused it. We're just letting it go. And then later down, like maybe after doing that, you know, for five, 10, 30 minutes, uh, once a, you know, one day a week for four weeks, you know, all of a sudden you'll start to, this is when I did this, like five months ago, which is reminding me, I want to do this again. <laughs> uh, what happened was a month later, all of a sudden, uh, yeah. I was feel a pain in my body or I would feel a response. And instead of being like triggered, I would just say, oh yeah, I remember that time when I was, you know, so-and-so and I was really angry and that's what that stored in that muscle, that muscle that hurts it's, it's anger. And I didn't know how to process it or, um, that was fear. Like I was really afraid that, you know, a da, 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 like I wasn't so attached to the story that was causing it, but I was and and that's because I've been doing this work for a long time. Yeah. So to come full circle of what I'm saying is a lot of people have not had the resources to go into that hurt place and to process it, metabolize it, right? Metabolize um, these chemicals, pain. And so they keep going back to these comfort patterns that are not helpful for them or anyone else. And as someone who is guiding someone else that you're seeing them go through this, a lot of the times, if they're not willing or ready to dive into that pain, because some people aren't, they're going to pull the ripcord and they're going to be like, no, I have to escape because it's just too much. So there's a point of not pushing it too much, right? Like their healing journey. It's, it's how can it be um, in doses that are easily metabolized by that individual? Because every like some people like you, like when you're ready, you're ready, switch, boom, everything changed. But some people kind of dip their toe in, you know, yes. so it's like it's really listening to each individual person. And like we've talked about allowing their journey. And then that's where the learning comes in because you are listening and learning from that person how you guys are going to work together through all the resources you have acquired through your experience and through your network and, and allowing it, allowing them through their body movements, through their words that they're saying, learning to listen. And then um, at the end of the day, realizing that you're held by something greater, whether you believe in God or you believe something else. Um, there's something that makes this world like the sun rises and sets every day, you know, whatever that energy is, that is consistent. That's there. Yeah. You know, grass is growing. The fruit is coming from the trees, you know, or ground. Like if we tap into whatever that is that allows that to happen, that is supporting us to beat our heart every single day. If I open up, because sometimes I forget if I open up to that, that will help me to release my idea for this person in their journey. And then that will hold the space of unconditional acceptance while also this is where the dance comes in setting firm boundaries that if this individual is doing harm to themselves or to others, or going to upset the community because of their behaviors to self comfort, to self soothe, then that's the boundaries of this is not a place for you to be. And uh, when like, I bless you on your journey to wherever you need to go for the environment, the setting, just like I said before, for the individuals that will, that will listen and hear you, or maybe went through 
your, you know, like in some way they, they can hear you. Cause we, it's, um, it's crazy. Like some people, we just listen and we, we get that, but some people we listen to, and it's just hard to accept that. Yeah. That there are just some people that will get it with certain yeah. people. And then, and then the boundary setting of, okay, you know, if you're not going to follow that, then, you, you know, I bless you on your journey. And I bless that these individuals come into your life in beautiful ways that you are continued to be safe and, you know, but, but really it's like, even if it, it, even if it comes to, um, like we just have to accept, like even in the darkest part of they, you know, they take their life from their, uh, patterns, like, then we have to accept that whatever, whatever is going on down that path, like we have to accept that, that there's something in that for them. Like there's, and that's a thing I'm still working with, but that's the best way I find peace in that scenario is that they become inspiration for someone else to maybe stop, to stop using, to change their habits and behaviors. um, And then just to honor them in the path that they chose because even if, even if we don't want their lives to be ended, like we have to honor that they chose free will, like they got to have free will and what a beautiful blessing that they got to explore that, even though yeah. that's not what we wanted for them. Yeah. Well, and I, and I just, I, Alia, while you were speaking, there was a lot of things that came up for me, <clears throat> if you don't mind. I, um, <laughs> the trauma response, that whole thing, no, that I, that sums up, I think that word, um, you explained that beautifully. Um, And I didn't even know what that meant until just recently. And so I wholeheartedly believe that a lot of how I act, what I do, how I say um, is, it comes from several different things. One of them being, what I know, what I was taught, what I learned growing up, mm-hmm. um, um, all of that. But also it comes from a trauma response. And so, um, and, and also shame and guilt is a huge thing. Um, you know, um, but these are all things that I'm just now starting to really dive into and um, learn about. And I just wish that I, like, these are huge things, huge. And I just wish that I, um, I learned about them a long time ago. Um, I just, I didn't even know what the word trauma response meant until a couple of years ago. Um, of course, you know, everybody knows what shame and guilt is. Um, but, but the devastating, um, impact that those things have on our lives is just, is tremendous. And, um, working through those things is, is, was for me, myself was huge. And, and I, I want to thank you for that, um, uh, for helping me move through that. And and I've got more to go. Of course, you know, everybody's got stuff they got to work on and I don't even know where I want to go next with what I was saying, but, um, I, I like the whole trauma release exercise that interests me. Yeah, just just trying to be in there for people. Setting boundaries um, is is a huge thing, uh, and, and then setting firm boundaries, especially when in, in a program that started out. Um, you know, we built the program as we've gone, 
And that's hard to do. Like, it's not like, oh, here's a program and we're going to do this thing. It's like, no, here are the people. This is what you got to work with. Build a program as you go. Wow. And so it's just been really wow. difficult in that manner. But and this you is know, we're, we're, we're getting there. And, um, and, and that's some of the, yeah, Mom, this is Sunrise Community for Recovery and Wellness. And um, okay. it's actually the city of Asheville. Yeah. I just wanted to clarify that was the program you're talking about. So it, it's Sunrise Community for Recovery and Wellness. And it's, uh, it's all, all peer-led um, nonprofit, which what that means is that everybody in, that works um, for Sunrise from the executive director down to all of us are peer support specialists and which which means that we've been there we've done that we've been through it we know what it feels like um, and we're still working our journey out and so we're there just to support and and to um, guide and and um, give resources to the folks that we work with and that's why we call them our peers because that's what we are we're we're all peers like we're all on the same level there's no there's no power dynamic involved because I am them they are me you know and it's just um it's just what I've learned I've uh, you know I'm just at a different space in time is all and so if I can give back to them what's been given to me and and that's the beautiful thing about um, Sunrise. But but the program I'm talking about in general is um, the city of Asheville. Without going into too much depth, um, there was houseless camps. There was three specific ones in the city of Asheville, North Carolina, that were getting evicted out of those camps. And the city got together and they were like, well, what can we do? We don't want to just say you know, you got to go like they wanted to have a solution behind it. They wanted to be solution based. Mm -hmm. And so they were like, okay, let's, let's go ahead and put them up in these, um, in a hotel and make it a low barrier, high access shelter. And that sounds beautiful, but there's a lot to that. So, Mm -hmm. um, with that being said, that's what happened. And, but they also, so, um, you know, we don't run, we run the shelter, but it was Asheville city that, that got it, that that's behind it. Um, they've just asked us to help support the peers that are there. And if, if you take the basic human needs and you allow folks to have those basic needs, food, shelter, clothing, things like that, then that, that frees away them to be able to work on other things in their life. Because if you're worried about where you're going to sleep tonight, um, mm-hmm. if you're going to get mugged because you're sleeping in the park or under a, a tree or in a tent, then you, you're not worrying about anything else other than that survival mode. So yeah. if you take folks and you give them some basic needs um, and help them with that, that frees up a whole bunch of areas that they can start working on. And we have found this to be true. Um so with wraparound services coming in and helping, um, it's just been a beautiful thing. But because this, because this program was built, kind of erected as we go type of thing, um, there's been some things that we've had to like tighten down on, such as rules and regulations. Like, you know, we're looking and saying, okay, this isn't working, so let's tweak it here. And it's just been hard on our peers. So that's where I come in talking about, well, so – 
I see, you know, I see you're going to be, you're going to have to lose your spot of your, if you're being housed for however long that looks like at this point, because you choose to have a visitor in your room or you choose this or you choose that, which to me, I say is a petty thing. But like you said, that might be a basic thing where, hey, that's because I'm, I'm depressed, I'm lonely or whatever, you know, and, and yeah. it's just, it's a, it's a hard situation for everybody involved. But, you know, I, we have to step back and say, well, there are, there's boundaries and there's rules that we have to play and yes. put in place to make this work for everybody involved. And like you said, not everybody's on, on that journey. They're not at the same spot in the journey where I would love for them to be, yes. but it, it took me all these years to get where I, to, to where I'm at, you know, and, and I got to mm -hmm. remember that. Like if somebody didn't allow me to, to, have my own journey i wouldn't be where i'm at and you and i wouldn't be on on the terms we're on you know and, and uh we wouldn't have this beautiful relationship that we have where it's it's a back and forth thing it's a it's a it's a it's beautiful alia um and it's not just a mother daughter it's a it's a humanity it's, it's helping each other um it's it's so beautiful i love the relationship that we have um but it was the journey that that got us to here, you know. Yes. Um, yeah. I, I don't know where I'm going with all that, but I'll stop there. <laughs> it's, it's the choice that we choose to show up, and once we show up, then we're doing our own personal work and yes. we're setting each other free. Like I set you free as my mom. Like I didn't hold like on my journey. I decided like I didn't like carrying around this story of how our past played out and I instead of holding it holding a grudge like I decided that that was poison to me like I didn't want to carry that with me and so I did distance myself I did notice that we were very distant and I took that time to really go in and heal like heal that mother relationship like heal that perspective that I held of you. And I really let go of the pain. And I really started to welcome in an aspect of myself to kind of hold space for you as well. And I, and I remember being in Costa Rica, like there have been so many moments, but in a lot of my healing journey and healing experiences, I have connected with you in those moments. I remember being in Costa Rica and I was at a, in my yoga, my teacher mm -hmm. yoga and it was an empowerment course for um, 200 hours of teacher training. And they, I remember it was my birthday, it was April 3rd. And it was my birth hour in Minnesota. It was the, my birth hour. And I remember we were finishing through and it was funny because they, they did never played music, but this day they played music. And it was funny because um, one of the songs came on and reminded me of my first partner, my first relationship, my first boyfriend, and just, it, it was just all these emotions came up to release a lot of mm -hmm. there, but then at the very end in Savasana, which is corpse pose, which is basically you lay in surrender and stillness and with your arms open and your feet open, um, kind of relaxed out and you're, you're facing up and your eyes are closed and you're, you're surrendering, you're receiving the, the gifts of the practice that you just went through. You are, are receiving everything that your body just allowed you to move and <laughs> breathe and um, <laughs> laying there and I remember 
seeing like I was I went back to the time the point of my birth and I remember like my umbilical cord was wrapped like two or three times around my neck and I went back to the point where I was before I came out of your of you mm-hmm. know when I was home and I I just I connected with you I came like I, I saw myself come beside you stand in your ear and just say you can relax everything is going to be okay like because I remember the stories you told me of they told you you know it's like you've been pushing for how many hours yeah a lot all night you'd been pushing all night long and then they told you that uh if you don't if you don't you know like she doesn't come out we're opening you up like we're gonna take you to surgery and you were like, oh no. And you did one. Yeah. And, and yeah. I, here I go. And so I remember yeah. that point, that story you had told me. And in that moment yeah. of Savasana in Costa Rica, I was there by your ear and I was just whispering that, like, you can do this. You, you've got this. Like, and I nurtured you and I comforted you and I held you because I had done a lot of work up to that point and a lot of reflection yeah. and. And I remember that happening. And there have been many other scenarios where I, I did a lot of, of connecting and work. And I feel like that allowed me to let you have your journey. That was me letting you have your journey. And, and then after that, like we would touch base every so often, maybe once or twice a year. And then all of a sudden, like just within the last two, two years, maybe year and a half, two maybe um you would start to actually open up and you would ask me things or ask me questions yeah. or you would actually receive me as a as a gifts that I have to offer you were actually willing to see me beyond a daughter like you know like there there wasn't that dynamic anymore like you would come to me about like you know I really want this connection with Joe and I to grow you know my younger brother and 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 I just shared words of wisdom, words of, of encouragement. And you actually listened and received that. And then you ran with it. Like I didn't, I didn't need you to be any certain way. I just got to share me with you and you received me fully. You listened to me. You held a space of, of inquiring. And then you, you took that and you, you made it what you are, like what you're doing today. And that relationship that's evolved for us is like you said, like it would never have happened. Like that pain that we went through, you were going through pain too. And I just, I couldn't see it as a kid. And it was that pain and that journey that we went through to cut the old story and the, you know, what, what our parent, you know, like what your parents taught you and like what you, well, your grandma, but (laughs) what we saw and we're deciding that that's not what we want. (laughs) So, I mean, it's phenomenal. These are the patterns. Change the story, you know? Yes. (laughs) And what we're talking about right now, I'm just reflecting back to you, our journey. Now you get to apply our journey and what I just, you know, like broke down. You get to share that with someone else now, because the thing is a lot of people hold each other in these patterns of who we think we are. And it's really scary to realize that, we are so much more than that. But then to step into that unknown, it's just like the butterfly. You know, there's so many caterpillars in the world. 
because it's safe. They, you know, you can call on the tree, this tree's going to be here. You can eat as many leaves as you need. But then, you know, and a lot of people are in those stories of like, I'm a caterpillar. This is what I do. I know my routine. I know how to get what I need, even if it's unhealthy and can hurt other people. And then to actually become the cocoon, to go into stillness, to reflect, to break down what's happening when a caterpillar goes into a, the chrysalis, the cocoon, they are literally melting. Like the, the caterpillar are, melts down to become the materials that are needed. And it be it rebuilds into a butterfly who has to break out on its own because if you help it out, it will never, its wings will not flap and it will die. If, if that butterfly does not get out of that chrysalis itself, and someone helps it or something helps it. Oh, that's beautiful. It will not be able to fly and it will die. And so that's our journey of, of, you know, for so long we're caterpillars. This is who I am. This is safe. Like this is the known world, even though the known world is hurting them so badly and hurting others. Then what's happening is when people are stepping up and they're courageous enough and held in the chrysalis, which is the supportive environment, the people that are understanding with unconditional love and acceptance, knowing where, where they're coming from and how hard it is. That's the chrysalis and allow that person completely melt down like melt down into nothingness into no, like melt away their pains melt away like in a in a safe container that's a new and like all new unknown and then they burst free of their own choice and their own timing because they have to crack that chrysalis and then from there they fly but a lot of caterpillars are looking at that butterfly and they're like you think i'm gonna jump off this branch and go fly somewhere you're crazy you are absolutely crazy and so when we apply that to individuals and to ourselves that's really where the healing comes like like that's really and, and a lot of it is letting go and that's that melting down that that caterpillar melts away like that that's a lot of that's a part for me that sometimes I'm holding on to these patterns and it's like, wait a minute. Like if I can just remind myself that if I, if I allow myself to release control, to melt away these patterns and habits, like let them go, then something beautiful is around the corner. If I can just hold on to that and welcome in whoever can support me in that journey, because it may not be who I think needs to be there to support me for it. And if I can let go of the control of who I think I need it to be and how it needs to look. Right, right. Then I'm going to be blown away with the magic that comes about. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, that's beautiful. So. <laughs> wow. I love I'm, you. I love you too, mom. I really do. And I wouldn't change anything. Yeah. Because even now, like I'm learning so much and mm. about myself and, and about just everything and, and about you, I'm getting to, like, I'm finding so much more compassion for you, which is helping me for parts of myself, because a lot of times that's, what's so hard is, is these relationships are showing us like how you moved through things like. I'm now starting to see, oh, wow, there's a lot of things that I move through like that too. Like, can I have compassion here for this and letting go of my self-righteousness? Because yeah, I didn't have an actual like 
physical addiction to a substance um, that the society labels as inappropriate or deemed illegal. But if I can let get off the high horse and stop, you know, like I noticed that righteousness I had when I was younger and now I'm noticing it in my relationships that I choose to have longer, long-term. And so can I have compassion for myself because the compassion I shared with you first, now I get to share that with me. And, and sometimes, honestly, it's better to share it with ourselves first. Mm. It's just the pattern the way it worked out is easier to, to forgive you first. Yeah. And I honor that that was my journey. And so um, now I get to apply mm. that to me and I get to say, Hey, like, okay, that yeah. righteousness, I can let go of that righteousness. I'm not any better than anyone else. Um, and how, how now choosing to grow and yeah. And, and I really, I appreciate you for the journey that you went on the struggles. Well, and, and, I, and, I, well, and, and I also think it's important to say, or to look at the fact that we can be going through things or doing things in our life. And, and when you get to thinking about it, it's like, why am I doing this? Because that's all I know. But then to mm-hmm. step back and go, but it's not serving me. Yeah. And so what can I do about it? And, and to, um, and a lot of times we've got to delve into the, the, our past and, and um, why, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and figure out why, why, why do I have the habits? Why do I do the things I do? And a lot of times it's because I was taught those things or I wasn't taught a different way. Um, I know for me, that's true. I know for you, that's true. Yeah. Um, but I see the cycle being broke right now with us, you know, yeah. and that's the beautiful thing. Um uh, you know, a lot, a lot of families don't ever get an opportunity to do that. Um, they just keep that cycle going and moving, and 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 it's it it gets, you know, it's it's like a it's bad, it's horrible. It's like uh, it just it, it's a hard thing to do, but it's beautiful. You know, even in the midst of doing it right now, of of going through and deciding. Um, you know, what, what doesn't serve us? Yeah. Yes. This is all I know, but I want to learn a different way. So then you, you know, that's where the knowledge comes in and that's where the research comes in. And that's where the, the hard work comes in, um, of, of why we do things, you know, why, why we have trauma responses and all of that. And, and it's not easy. Um, but it's necessary for a better life for, for me at anyway, you know, um, uh, and I and I, I I think for you too. Um, I see you, I see you willing and and um, and and that's just, and that's another thing, Ollie, is that I feel like with you helping me through shame and guilt to put that aside, to be able to have an open and honest conversation and to hear you say things like how you've been hurt and, and how you feel. And for me to say, I'm not going to carry that shame and guilt of that because I'm going to do something different about it. I'm going to hear you. I'm going to receive what you have to say and we're going to work through it. 
And and that's been a beautiful thing for I think both of us for our relationship, um, for both of our lives. And and um, it's not an easy thing to do, but it's it's been a necessary thing to do. Yeah, because it's that acknowledging yeah. that you know, like to listen is to acknowledge that oh my um, gosh, I hurt someone else, and to say like I don't have to carry that anymore because luckily I'm blessed to like that. I've let that go and I needed to be here heard. Like there's parts of me before I could share it with, with anyone on the podcast, with you, with anyone I had to go through so that, that I didn't carry the resentment. And a lot of that had to be, I had to admit to myself that I was hurt instead of, instead of it being like, um, you were not, instead of a blaming thing, it was a, no, like my little girl has to be acknowledged first and not that anyone else needs to hear that acknowledgement. Like that acknowledgement has to came from me in the stillness of my own journey. And I feel like that allowed a space for me to finally be able to express it to you in a way that wasn't attacking and it wasn't belittling in any way. It was very neutral. And by that sense of being neutral, you were able to it and you were like oh man yeah right and then you got to feel the shame and guilt come up and then I was in a space that I felt resolved because I was with that part of me and I got to help you in your shame and guilt and you got to let that go and I was like you know it's not necessary anymore and and you know I was able to help guide you where it was stored in your body I remember you calling me that day 2020 or was it 2019 um I remember you calling me and you were like you know, you were just sharing something in the moment that was coming up. And I was like, and I, I told you, I just got done working with a client, I think. And you were like, what is that like? And I was like, well, and I started doing it for you. I was like, I feel this in this, I think it was your chest. I feel this heaviness in your chest. And, um, and then uh, it just, you were like, yeah, I do. And then you realized that we both came to that realization that that was, and yeah, it worked through it we talked it out and uh, i i just let you be in a space that was it was not necessary to hold that there anymore and you agreed and then it was just like next thing i know like maybe a couple like a couple weeks later like you were doing so much better so much better so i don't know what you did to let it go um maybe you just yeah and and you decided like oh if my daughter can forgive me and she can tell me to let go of the shame maybe she's right and maybe you just took that to heart and you really just allowed it to happen that was a big thing and I remember this exact day I remember exactly where I was at are you there yep you're breaking up to be continued the connection dropped at the divine time and upon calling my mother back a lot of new awarenesses presented themselves to us to process and when we are ready to share we will so stay tuned